Hello, this is the Tribe Stories, the curated sermons, conversations, and collections of poetry of the Tribe Lagos. The Tribe Lagos is a gospel expression based in the city of Lagos, committed to reaching the next generation with the message of God's love and grace. May this refresh and revive you as you listen. Um, this evening, I want us to look at um, what it takes for us to maybe redesign our lives. Um, so, I have a lot of um, title I want to give to it, but I guess I'll just talk or just share from the scriptures and we'll just look at it. But what, what comes to my mind readily is that um, is source codes, program, program. Um, what, what if you find out that there was a hack to life, that you could hack life and then recreate your realities? What if such a possibility exists? Because it does exist. So it's, it's about living by design. When we were younger those days and we were playing football, so the people who cannot play very skillfully, we say they, are, they play anywhere by left is. <laughs> you know what that is? They don't have control. Anywhere by left is, the ball comes, they just kick it. <laughs> That's how a lot of people live their lives. But God designed life for us to live it by design. So there's a programming, there's a program of life. And you know, you know what programming languages are now? So there's a language of life. There is, there is, there are, so, there is a source code that shapes reality. And one of them is thoughts. Thoughts shapes reality. They do. It's by design. That's how God designed it. One of the most exciting and at the same time frustrating thing for me about this is that uh, there are people who are not Christians who have found out this truth and they're using it to shape their lives. You don't have to be Christian. Before Jesus even came, people knew this truth and were using it. So Jesus, one of the purpose for Jesus coming, you know, is not to forgive you your sins. I know Jesus, the purpose for his coming was not to forgive you your sins. The purpose for his coming was not to take you to heaven when you die. As a matter of fact, we're not even going to stay in heaven. So God has an original intent for man. Dominate the earth. That's God's original intent. So it has not changed. The gifts and callings of God are without. It means God, God won't change his mind about it. Man was created to rule the earth. Man was created to God, to be God over the earth. So the heaven is where he rules. The earth is where we rule. Not to rule over men, no. That's why Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all. Read it now. He wasn't referring to just human beings. How do you preach the gospel to your car? <laughs> How? You don't know you can preach the gospel to mosquitoes. How do you do that? 
Because everything God created has intelligence. That's why Jesus could talk to a tree. And the tree understood the language clearly. So the disciples said, what manner of man is this? That even the winds and the seas obey him. Because he was using the program. He was using the language. The programming language. The source code. There is. There's such a thing as that for life. So over the years, it has been given several names. No, I was in, in one of the groups I belong in, in, um, in, my WhatsApp, in WhatsApp, one of the WhatsApp groups. A group of intellectuals and religious people, you know. So we're talking about um, um, Dubai, this rain stuff that they did. You know, I think they don't have rain. So they, <laughs> they created artificial rain. So they would electrocute the sky. So, um, I heard many years ago too that they did that with snow. They have snow, but it's artificial snow. So they electrocute this kind and they have rain. The first time they did it, someone told me that they, they flooded the whole place. No, they had not learned the, the code completely. But they've mastered it after over the years and then now they did it. They had rains recently. So somebody was like, wow. So this just defeats the, this makes me begin to question a lot of things. Only God can send rain. And then he said, so what about those what God cannot do doesn't exist? <laughs> so it was like, wow, a lot of things are just being challenged. I said, that's because, so I wrote the long stuff and shared with them. That's because we've been, we've been misinformed. We've been, yes, we've been programmed out of the original programming. So we think certain things. I don't know. Only God can do this one. Do you know when the, it was, was it yesterday or two days ago they were celebrating IVF? The person who came up with that thing, a lot of massive discoveries that we enjoy today, the people who came out with them, who invented them, most of them died of frustration. Some of them in, in isolation, in prison. They will say they're mad. They're, they've gone insane. They will jail them. Some of them, they die. They say it's blasphemy. So when the person who came up with IVF, the, some of the hurdles he faced was even from religious people. Bishops. Like only, ah, we're playing with life. Only God can give children. <laughs> we're playing with life. Guess what? When light bulb was discovered, the church fought it. Go back to history. Google it. Religion, organized religion, it's inimical to human development. And it's satanic. It doesn't matter whose name they call. It's satanic. But God is for the progress of mankind. He says, I came, that's what Jesus said, I came that they may have life and have life more abundantly. In John chapter 1, when John was talking about him, he says, in him was life. And the life was the light. That word light was translated from development. The same word that means development. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. The life was the development of men. So God is for development. 
the only problem with development many times is we get to a point where we begin to think that we are alpha and omega. And that's when it becomes destructive. And human beings always get there. So Jesus is the balance. Human beings always get there. Once we attain some level of development, ask Nebuchadnezzar. He realized that, wow, I'm now the God Almighty. They must worship me. Until he became an animal. And realized again that, no, there's a God. He rules in the affairs of men. You see, the life was the light of men. And that's the same life that lights every man, that develops every man that comes into this world. So let's look at it for a bit. Because we, all of us, we create our realities. The life you are living now is your design. If you don't like it, you can change it. But it's how to change it. That's where the problem is. So let's take a cue from what Paul said. And then we look at other people that also designed their own. And they designed it, but many times we blame it on God. Because we have a skewed understanding of sovereignty. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, the Passion Translation puts it very clearly. You know, the King James says, concerning spiritual gifts. And then the King James, an author, a, a, a very good King James Bible will put the word gifts in italics. That's to tell you that it's not in the original rendering. We added it for explanation. So many of the explanations do well. A lot of others mislead and limit so gifts is not in that place. What Paul was saying is concerning spirituals. But see the way the Passion Translation rendered it. My fellow believers, I don't want you to be confused about spiritual realities. So it's not just about healing the sick, uh, word of knowledge. No, it's talking about the whole realm of spirit. You know, life is spiritual. It's lived from within out. That's how everybody lives but we just don't know. Only that some of us, even though that's how we live, we leave it in the wrong. That's what we do. But that's how we all live. You cannot, you cannot live without your imagination. Can you see your imagination? It's in the realm of the spirit. He says the things that were made were not made of things which do Appear. That's King James. I'm quoting King James. Hebrews chapter 11. The things that were made were not made of things which do. He didn't say they were, not, they were made of nothing. They were made of something, but not something that is physical. Not something that is palpable or physical, tangible to your optical eyes. Yes, not something that your senses can grab. Everything. So including this phone, this iPhone. It wasn't made from something physical. It was the end product that is physical that we can see. The same thing with life. So, so the Bible says concerning spiritual realities, I do not want you to be ignorant. I, I think that for as long as we live, we can keep learning about the realm of the spirit. Yes, that's what I believe. That's why Paul said we know in parts. We can keep learning about it. It's so vast. It's not something you can finish learning all your lifetime. So it's not something to be frustrated about. Any field of study in this world, 
they're still discovering. Right? Medical doctors are still discovering things. <laughs> Every field of study. They discover new things. Science is... Elementary definition of science. Science is... Discovery, right? I was in primary school. I was in primary school. You don't remember? Huh? Well, that's... Oh, okay, the elementary one. Oh, that's what... Ah, people went to posh schools now. When did you go to school? Maybe... Uh, what they taught us was science is discovery. Finish. Oh, no worry. It's elementary. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, is it, is it complex now? They say science is discovery. But it's, but it's robust. It's, it's, we keep discovering things. We discover. It's not like we created them. So they've been created. Because the works were finished from the foundation of the world. The remaining one is for us to recreate or discover. And they will put our name on it as if now you put it on there. <laughs> but it's okay. God, God, God designed it like that. He wants us to share in his glory. Actually, he created us to be like him, to be him. So after, because what Adam lost was not heaven. What Adam lost, what the first man lost was the direct connection to almighty God. To the realm of the spirit. To the original source of all life. And that's what Jesus came to restore. So the reason forgiveness of sin had, sin had to be dealt with was because sin was in the way. And sin had been removed. Sin had been dealt with. That's the good news. Sin had been dealt with. That's why it says today we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 5. We have peace with God. So in Genesis chapter 1, let's even see how the creator started his own. In Genesis chapter 1. Genesis. The beginning of Jah creation. Not heard the song before? No. <laughs> Are you serious? Genesis, 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 Genesis. The beginning of Jah creation. <laughs> okay, it's Majek Pashek. Okay, it says in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. Verse 2. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. Some translations said broods. The spirit of God broods. Upon the face of the waters. Let me check. I think that was the message that said that or amplified. Message? Yes, let me even read the message rendering. It's very beautiful. Say, first, this God created the heavens and the earth. All you see, all you don't see. Oh, so there are even things we don't see. Earth was a soup of nothingness, a bottomless emptiness, an inky blackness. God's spirit brooded like a bird over the watery abyss. God spoke. Light and light appeared. You know, the King James would say, let there be light, as though he's taking excuse for someone. <laughs> let there be light. You know, in our current understanding, when you say let, let him pass, it means you can stop him from passing, from going through, right? But that's actually no. God said light be. Or like the message transition, light, and then light appeared. But before he spoke, 
What was happening? The Spirit of God brooded upon the face of the deep. What is that brood? No, you know it's an animal. They use it for birds, right? They say they, when they are brooding, they sit, they heat. But, but it, has, it has a significance. They, it's, it's even a language. It's even, apart from it being related to animals and the brooding and cre creating their kids, that's, there's also a way we use it as an expression, English students, to think. So everywhere was dark. There was nothingness. There was inky blackness and empty nothingness. But what did God do? <laughs> he was using source code. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. This book of the Lord shall not depart out of their mouth, but you shall meditate in it. They, that's brooding. That's brooding. He said, that's how you will observe to, according to all that is written, and then you would, you would make, create your way prosperous. So it's not the economy of Nigeria, don't worry. It's not, that's not why people are poor. It's not the weather, that's not why people are sick. It's not. It's not the state of Nigeria. That's why people are dying young. It's something else. Stronger than that. So you can actually redesign your life. You can. You can. So the spirit of God was brooding. And then God spoke. Um, but many times we we don't take time to do that first part but we speak a lot so that speaking is not empowered even though it has power it's not empowered from the right source it may not have the effect that you want it may have, it may have an adverse effect because there are no middle grounds you know it's either black or it's white. There are no middle ground. There are no gray areas in these things. There is no, I'm not for God, I'm not for the devil. <laughs> Center, not day. So, so that's what God did. Now, the woman with the issue of blood, as we still call her forever, <laughs> even though she had been healed of the issue of blood since. If you read through her story. The Bible said, she said in her heart, what is that? That's what it is. She said in her heart, if I can touch the hem of it. So what, what made her say so? She had heard. She heard testimonies. She heard stories about Jesus. And then she said, hmm. Or she thought she brooded on the matter because she has spent 12 years. Wow. Menstruating for 12 years. People are shaking their head. They know what it is. <laughs> Only for three days. <laughs> 12 years, brother. Bleeding. She says she had wasted she had finished her life. 
from one specialist to the other. But when she heard, she said in her heart, So that's generated action and she touched. That's how to conceive a miracle. Miracles are conceived. They don't just come from heaven. They come from within. Because the reason is God has supplied already. All of the promises of God in Christ Jesus are yes and amen. That's how King James rendered it. It means all of the pro- everything God has promised in Christ Jesus they are fulfilled. From long life to prosperity to peace to children, husband, think about it. Everything is supplied. But we have to have it inside first. We have to. So, now, that's what she did, the woman with the issue of blood, right? That's what she did. Then Job, I want, I want, I want us to particularly take a, take a look at the story of Job. While we're talking about um, redesigning or creating the life, the life that we have or that we are living, or the life that you want to have, because you can—it's in your power. It's in your hand. It's in your hand means that it's in your power. It's under your authority. You know, Job's story is one story that has, for a long time, perplexed the world, Christians and non-Christians. As a non-Christian, I couldn't believe that a good God would do that. So I couldn't just churn it and say, you can't question God. And then at the same time say, God is good. There's no rational human being who would not think about that. In fact, one of my friends who I posted it today said the, said the book of Job is wild though. I was like, why do you say so? He said, ha, God, I beg not, not use me both like Jobo. I'm like, I said, that's the, that's the common Popular narrative, but that's not correct. They say God used Job to show. They say Alpha, see my guy, correct guy. In, right? Have you ever read the book of Job? That's the that's the common narrative. But if you go behind the scenes, still from the book of Job, you find that that was not what happened. Job created his life. And when he found out how to correctly use the source code, he recreated it. And the end of Job, the Bible said, was better. He became richer. He had sons and daughters. So, but what we think, what we've been taught is, you know, God is sovereign. You can't question God does anything he wants to do. So God said to Satan, come, come, come. Look at this guy. Correct. Test him. Don't worry. Nothing. He won't move. That's not what happened, though. <laughs> That's not what happened. So maybe let's read, let's read Job chapter 1 and maybe a few others from the book of Job. Just the first few chapters. That's my Job. How do they even call it Job, not Job? Eh? That's what they call it. So we just picked it up. I bet Job, Job. <laughs> okay, Job, Job chapter, Job, Job chapter one, Job chapter one. <laughs> it says, uh, okay, there was a man in the land of UZ whose name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright, 
and one that feared God and eschewed evil. And there were born unto him seven sons and three daughters. Wow, that's plenty. That's ten. His substance was also, okay, he was very rich anyway, the greatest of all the men in the east. And his sons went and feasted. Now, the story has started. His sons went and feasted in their houses, everyone his day, and sent and called for their three sisters to eat and to drink with them. Oh, seven sons. So everyone, you feast on Monday. You, now you get Tuesday, just like that. Till Sunday. How about see flexing? The papa load pieces. <laughs> the richest man, the greatest man in all the land of the east. Ah, ah. So they were feasting every day. Back to back, non-stop. Then they would invite their sisters to join. And it was so when the days of their feasting were gone, were gone about, that Job sent and sanctified them and rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, see, the, see his heart now behind the scenes. The reason he was offering burnt offerings every time at the end of their feasts and sanctifying them or praying for them, trying to cover them. So it wasn't sacrifice of worship. <laughs> it says, for his, Job said, it may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus did Job continually. Wow. The man was in torment. Continually. So he was continually appeasing God. That's the Godfather now. Right? That's the Godfather. That's how they used to appease gods those days. I don't know if you, if you, if you ever came from a place where you know, idolatry was normal. And it was normal when I was growing up. They appeased the gods. They say, so one day I went to destroy. They said, they say they, my eldest brother was abroad. And then at our house, they did some shrine. They say it is his, how do they call it? His Ebo or his Ogun, his God or something. So when I became a Christian, bad guy. <laughs> so one day, I just vexed. The whole thing was just annoying me. I just took shoppers, removed everything. So my aunties were upset. That, ah, I was going to kill my brother. This, that, this. I just threw them away. This, if this thing has power, let it come and harm me now. What are people talking about? But, so they used to appease the gods. Appease the gods for what? For protection, you know, for blessing, for favor. That's how people treat God. That's how some Christians even treat, that's why they pray. That's what all the prayer is about for most people. They want to appease God. But the Bible says God is pleased already. Jesus pleased God completely on your behalf. On our behalf. God looks at me and smiles every time. God is pleased. Oh, people are cold. <laughs> yes. No, it's not the anointing, it's the AC. It's, it's the air conditioner. You know, as we are not plenty now, so nobody heats though. That one, eh? Ah. Okay, so, so that's what they do. That's not how we should treat God. No, I'm not cold. How will I be cold? 
Happy Bobby Watao. Sorry. I know they get cold like that. <laughs> you know, that's, that's how, that's what Job was doing. That's what Job was doing. So that was verse, is that verse 4? Yeah, that was verse 5. It says, thus did Job continually. Now, there was a day when the sons, okay, that's where the story began to get convoluted for many people. Okay, then, um, so the next, from verse 6 downward, began to tell you what happened, the conversation between Job and, I mean, between Satan and God. Now, let's, let's even read some part of it. And the Lord said to Satan, verse 8, Has thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that fears God and is true. <laughs> See, God, God, eh, God doesn't look at you and begin to point at your weaknesses. He doesn't even do that. You think God did not know that Job was afraid? That Job was doing all these things out of fear? Job was suspecting that, may God not vex for my pekino. God, please, take this to you. He knew now. But he knew the guy's heart was correct. His head may be wrong. But his heart was in the right place. So Satan said, verse 9, Does Job fear God for not? Has not thou made an hedge about him? So he was aware. So what did God do? He made an hedge about Job and about his house and about all that he hath on every side Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now, and touch all that he had, and he will curse you to your face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold. They say that's where God says Satan should go and tempt him. Please, what's the meaning of behold? Huh? See, right? Observe. Look and see. Is that what it means? Behold. Does behold sound like permission? I'm making a case for God now. <laughs> Behold doesn't sound like permission to me. I understand small English. But now, what, what translation? It says, but now what? No, no. I, I, that was God talking or Job? Read on, read on. No, uh-huh. No, that was Job. That was Satan's talking. That was not that was not good. What did the next verse say? Behold. Behold. Huh? Yes now. Abba. You say see. So you know the zero. They are accusing me falsely. Look now. Okay. He said, Behold, all that he had is in thy power. That's what God was saying. Look, the guy is already exposed. But the next verse was God's, was God's protection over Job. He says, only upon himself put not forth your hand. Job was completely exposed, but God protected him. God said, don't touch him. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. And then they began to narrate the disaster 
the people who narrated it said, the fire of God, Abi. People who narrated it said so now. See, they, while, and everything happened like, like, like this, falling down like dominoes, ah, ah, like a pack of cards. Says, and there was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And there came a messenger unto Job and said, the oxen were plowing and the asses, and the asses feeding beside them and the Sabians fell upon them and took them away. Yet they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword. And I am, I only am escaped alone to tell thee. <laughs> while, he was yet, while he was yet speaking, <laughs> there came also another and said, the fire of God is falling from heaven and had burnt up the sheep and the servants and consumed them like a banner supermarket in Abuja. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not fire. And if they didn't understand how it happened, if there was also CCTV camera, it's act of God. They blame it on God. He said, and I only am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, the Chaldeans made out three bands and fell upon the camels and have carried them away. Yeah, and slain the servants with the edge of the sword. And I'm the only one who came. While he was yet, Abba. Is this a good God? If God actually did this, can you confidently say he's good? Think with me now. He said, thy sons and thy daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness and smote the four corners of the house and it fell upon the young men and they are dead. <laughs> huh? Back to back, everything he owned in one day, gone. Then Job arose and rent his mantle, shaved his head. And then Job said, naked came out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave, and the Lord take, has taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Huh? Nigerian script, not Nigeria, it's the whole world. That they, I say it was Job that said it, it wasn't God. They say, but it's in the Bible. It was Job who said it. Then the next verse, in all this, Job did not sin, nor charged God foolishly. What does that mean? He was not bitter against God. He didn't think God was doing anything wrong. He didn't blame God. <laughs> not, not be me. <laughs> eh? Eh now. That's what Job said. That's what the writer of Job said. Okay, then Satan came again in, verse, in chapter 2. God still protected Job. Then in chapter 3, <clears throat> when he don't set for Job, Job now began to blame God. <laughs> Job began to accuse God. Then let's hear what he said in verse 23, chapter 3. He said, why is light given to a man whose way is hid? So Job is saying, I don't understand the source code. You know, this is King James. If you read some other translations, you will see what Job was already saying. He said, and whom God has hedged in. You know what that means? He said, it was God that imprisoned him. He said, why, why is life given to me? It's chapter 23, I mean, verse 23, chapter 3. It says, for my sighing comes before I eat, and my roarings are poured out like, what, like the waters. For the thing which I greatly... So that's what he was... That was what happened to him. 
That was how he created his circumstances. He said, the thing which I greatly, so you can interchange the word fear, but the thing which I greatly believe and expect. Yes, I need to sit correctly. The Bible says, the fear of man brings a snare upon him. That's the book of Proverbs. The fear of man brings a snare upon him. Then on that part, it says, um, you are taken by the words of your mouth. You are imprisoned by the words you speak. Now, Job said, the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. I was not in safety, neither had I rest. Neither had I rest, neither was I Neither was I, read your own. Who's reading with me? Neither, I'm reading King James. He said, I was not, eh? I was not, aha, he was a chatterbox about it. I was not in safety. We know that God protected him, put a hedge around him and all that he owned. He said, neither had I rest. So that's, that's, let not your heart be troubled. So he was troubled, right? He was creating his realities. He didn't know. And then he said, neither was I quiet, yet trouble came. The man didn't understand. The man didn't understand. It's like saying, I put the car on reverse and I throttled and yet the car go back. Eh? Right? In fairness, he was not taught these things. He, did, he didn't have the scriptures. He didn't have the book of Corinthians, Romans, and all those things that we have. He didn't. Now we have the advantage of hindsight. He said, neither was I quiet. Because the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, it says, life and death is in the power of your tongue. Who? He said, you will eat the fruit from it. That's what the Bible says. So Job said, I was not in safety. He said, the thing which I greatly feared, fear is faith, it's just that it's faith in death. It's confidence in death. That's what fear is. And that's what one of the things Jesus delivered us from. Say he defeated the devil so that those who through all their lifetime was through fear was subject to bondage will be free. That's what fear is. But many of us have been programmed to live our lives like that. So we just rewrite the codes over and over again. We rewrite the codes over and over again. We rewrite the codes over and effortlessly. So we hear news and we naturally just accept the codes and then just impute them and create our realities. So that's why sometimes many of the prayers that people pray, when, maybe when life is like hanging in the balance and then they are saying, pray, 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 I'm a little bit hesitant because I know that that thing you are doing would rather work against you. Because you are not, you are not doing anything positive to change the situation. You're frantic, you're afraid, so you're acting based on fear. Huh? You're putting, yeah, you're cooking up a storm. And Satan knows. And in the realm of the spirit, truly, in life, there are no gambles. 
Esau sold his birthright. There was, they didn't sign check. They didn't write an agreement. How did he sell it? He just spoke. Give me food, match up. Now, you will be birthright. I beg, give me food. And Jacob understood. Say, give me your birthright. Say, now, birthright, I go chop. Give me porridge, match up. A person, they're hungry, they talk birthright. Was signed, sealed, and delivered. So it was Esau who wanted to steal Jacob's birthright. Who wanted to steal Jacob's blessing. But we're taught as kids, who stole his brother's blessing? Jacob. BK, those days in school. Bible knowledge. So until I grew up and learned that, no, that's not the story. He didn't steal it. He bought it. And the guy wanted to steal it. Their father was not aware. But life, the universe recorded it. In the realm of the spirit, the transfer had been done. Jacob don't receive a lot since. It's just the way it made the investment ripe. Because how, because, so, so then as a, as a young lad, I used to think, so if Jacob lied to his father about the blessing, at least he couldn't have lied to God. Why did God honor the blessing? Does God bless sin? Fraud? Because today our Yahoo boys give testimony and, and pay tithes and say, oh, we thank God, oh my God, of will <laughs> It's in our grace, eh? You get, so, so the blessing stayed because the rightful owner came for it. He came for it. He bought it. And the man wept bitterly. Father, he said, no, he said, no. He said, I have sustained him. And he didn't give him anything, no. He spoke words to him. He said, I have sustained him with corn, with wheat. He, everybody will serve him. Say, the only place you have now is to serve him. Because everything is with that guy now. But he bought it. So don't, don't play. Don't just talk anyhow about your life. Don't talk anyhow. Don't speak words about your life that you don't mean. Or that you don't want to harvest. Because word contains stuff. And thoughts shapes reality. That's why Solomon said, as a man thinks... Eh? You see the word is thinks. He's talking about mindset. He's talking about thoughts pattern. Beliefs. That's what he's talking about. Our life goes in the direction of our most predominant thoughts. That's a given. So thoughts, thinking, imagination. Genesis chapter 6. Is it chapter 6 or chapter 11? God said of man that whatever they have imagined will not be impossible unto them. And Jesus came and said, all things are possible to him that believes. Yes. To him that thinks. <laughs> and accept that this is possible. When the guy who, who um, started this telephone thing came about, yeah, they mocked him now. So I would, what? I will I will make sound travel through wire, and then became wireless. They mocked him, but today is a reality. Yeah? It's a reality today. Somebody started, somebody found out that, hmm, I can think about this thing. It's possible. All things are possible to him that believes, to him that thinks. Answers are there. Every problem of life has answers. 
Are you able to think, settle down and think to get the answers? Because life is spiritual. So when people sometimes, those days in Benin, growing up, or when, when, in fact, people still say it today, I say, ah, they don't kill them. They don't kill them before. So as they die, they don't kill them for spirit realm. It's true. But it's just that it's not village, it's not always village people. <laughs> before Job's story happened, he had dreamt about it, confessed it, affirmed it, thought about it. The picture was vivid in his mind. And that's what he said in chapter 3 now. Say the thing I greatly feared. What I greatly anticipated had happened. Ha! Why will it not happen? That's the design of life. So that's why God wants us to have our minds renewed. Romans chapter 12. He says, if you want to transform your life, change your thinking. So I want, as we're talking, I want to think for just a minute. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. So my wife and I, we've been, we've been having one conversation over and over again recently. So we're, we're just, I was just joking with her, and then she was like, okay, ah, she got pregnant again. She's one year older. She said, no, she cannot be one year. No, she said, she's one, he, the child is one year older than the other one. I said, oh, nine months. She said, Abba, is it possible? I mean, this person just got pregnant immediately. They have their child. I said, well, it's possible. She said, no, it's not possible. No, medically, they began to explain. Doctor, it's not possible, right? Biologically. Medically, is it possible? It's not a medical possibility yet. But I told her anything is possible. She looked at me. So on that day, the discussion came up. I said, anything is possible. I said, but you, you have kids today now. It's possible. It was possible biologically. She kept quiet. But that one is not possible, Joe. I said, why, why is it not possible? Because you never can tell. Because you think, okay, she's not ovulating right now. But you did not ovulate and you have two kids. Huh? You didn't ovulate. They would say you didn't have womb. <laughs> but you have two kids. Without period. You don't bomb finish period, can't start. Ah, there with the Chris. <laughs> so now we can bond the normal one with period if you want. Let's test that one. Let's see how it goes. Because I recreated it. So it's God's power. But God's power is under your authority. Nepa will never come and put off this AC for you. As long as they are supplying the power. Baba, you must put it off yourself if God won't kill you. And he said, if everywhere is hot, you must turn it on yourself. You must do it. So it's God's power. God likes it when we just take it and use it like it's our own. Brother, the glory is yours. That's what I'm saying. Jesus said it is the Father's good pleasure to give you. See, Jesus didn't come to do all these things so that we can be having church. He didn't come to start church. He came to give us this thing to live life. Romans chapter 5 verse 17. It says, those that have received abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, they shall reign in life through Jesus Christ. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. Let us make more in our own image and likeness and let them have... What is Dominion. What is dominion? Dominion will remain theoretical until you are empowered for it. Until you are empowered for it. And we say knowledge is 
Abba. So if you real, I, I believe there's, there's such a thing as something you can use to control life and change it and change, your, change the reality you want. I told you how I was growing bald before. See, now the head, he long pieces. And my kid brother is already bald. I was the shortest in my house. But not now. I was the shortest. Yeah, this one not go grow tall. See how she be. I changed it. So you can just change anything. But you can. I mean, Jesus, Jesus came to a tree. The Bible says it was not time for the tree to produce. So why did he curse the tree? Alam, they chase him. As he reaches there, no food. Yeah, I swear I give you. Say no bo- as I not eat, nobody go eat from you. The tree understood the language. Say, what am I doing here? I'm supposed to produce food. If they are not eating, I better just buy. And the tree began to cut out from source, from the roots. Because the roots were in the ground. So when he said it, they, I'm sure they must have looked at That's why Peter, Peter responded the way he responded. You know, if you read the Bible, it's, it's as, though, as though as we just come, Peter said, Master, Master, the fig tree which thou cursest is withered away. And then Jesus turned and said, Have faith in God. No way. <laughs> you know, we don't get to see the inflections. That's why you must use your mind. Think about it. So they saw him speaking to the tree. And they're like, ha, this guy, this, everything they talk to, oh. You see, they talk to a tree again. If the thing had withered immediately, I, I trust Peter. Now there you go, shout him. Bro, say, you be with you. So they left. As they were coming in the morning, they saw it. It said it, 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 it died from the roots. Hmm? Agric people, or sci- uh, I am, yes, agricultural science people say, Right? That's where the life is first. And then they say the roots usually stronger. Well, some say it's even longer than the shoots. Hmm? So immediately he cursed. <laughs> it was Peter who said cursed. Immediately he spoke to the tree. He started dying. So that's what happens when you speak. It starts happening in the realm of the spirit. But you're not seeing it. So sometimes we're impatient. Jesus didn't even bother. I've spoken. But It's happening. So all those times when Job, they speak him, they speak him, they die from the roots. As in the fear, they cook him. But he didn't know. Until the day where they don't ripe, and I said, I'm sure. They don't die my number since so. But they block away. That's why he could have done it. He could not have. So if there's no such thing as God permitted it. Job, he said it. There's nothing God could have done. So as a man thinks, believes, mindset, that's why he said, put on the whole armor of God. We've been looking at it for a few Sundays now, right? So there's, there's truth, right? The helmet of salvation, there's, ha, ah, it's robust. So you need to go back and look at it. These things are not just for us to have church and then preach. It's for us to live life by. It's for you to do business. Live your life by. So I had thought about all these things. 
Before my wife appeared, I, don't have, I had thought about it because Satan produced, he, he supplied me the package. He supplied the package. So what if you're not feel born? Be they, 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 they preach, they, form, they do righteous man, they pray for people, then they're born. You, most of us, you go take born. And it was, so, it, was so, it was so robust, it was so almost real because I had a dream that a wild animal plucked my genitals, chased me down as I fell like this. The guy just come, put it, wham, and then I woke up. And then people, now, you know, when people, all those people that come with all kinds of, it's like, you dream, ah, it's a spiritual thing, no? You ate in the dream, ah, you bathed in the dream. I did all, don't worry. I swam, I, I sank in the river, I ate, I ate banana. They say if you eat banana, I ate it. Don't worry. I got to a point where I even began to say what I want to eat in the dream. <laughs> so the people, so the devil enough, he came, he give me poison me here. Go come poison me for a dream. About what now? Satan is that weak. What he has, wiles, deception. That's all he has. Really, that's all he has. He has. So that was the picture Satan was always bringing. But I armed myself with scriptures. I got to the point where I said, there was no sperm involved in the birth of Jesus. Ha! Abraham was dead physically. Sarah was barren and was also dead. Ha! So for Abraham, it wasn't a fluke. Because after Sarah, he had more sons. So Abraham's youth was renewed as the eagles. That became my confession. So by the time I met my wife and she came up with the story, I said, I've been there and done that. Now in our old school. Doesn't even require prayer herself. I'm sure that part annoyed the devil. I said, no, it doesn't require prayer. Don't waste your time going to pray. Pray for what? Doesn't require prayer. Doesn't require prayer. Doesn't require doctor's help. Don't worry. Source code. As a man thinks, it's God that, that's, that's, there's no way it won't work. That's how God designed it. If it works in the negative, it will work much more, better and faster for the positive, if truly we can. Reign in our thoughts. Let's truly not be afraid to think big, to think success, to think progress. Let's not be afraid. Just, it doesn't cost you anything. Now just think. Eh? Dream, it doesn't cost you anything. Right? Just dream. Use your imaginations correctly. Use your thoughts correctly. The other ones are vain imaginations. That's what it is. The fear is vain imagination. Hope is positive. That's the real imagination. That's what God did to create this world, this beautiful world that we see. Brood. Meditate. So he saw darkness, but he saw light inside. He thought of light and then spoke it. I used to be very afraid of the road to travel. Accidents. Because we're hearing accident, accident everywhere. But now I can travel anytime. Even if the driver is doomed to die, I'll be his salvation. And I've done it several times. If I have to go, you can't stop me. You can't tell me there's no time. Say it's dangerous. I am dangerous. What are you talking about? I am dangerous, but we don't know. So because we don't know, we don't behave it. 
You know how many times I've traveled out Binyo the road they are saying it's dangerous at night? Got into my house around 1 a.m. Because I had to go, not because I was tempting God. I had to go. I was in Lagos. And time was going. I was fixing my car. I said, no, I'm going to Abuja tomorrow. And usually I want to stop at Bini first. I enter road 5 o'clock. <laughs> enter road 7 o'clock. I want one occasion like that. My tire bust. Before I even got to worry. Just parked my car. Enter somewhere. Brought out. People just came. They will help me. They can't do anything else. That's, that's the way I think. Praise the Lord. So God has blessed us. God has empowered us. We must use the power by thinking. It's not just, I'm not just talking about thinking positively, even though yes, that's what it is. It works. But as a Christian, Jesus, you have the advantage. Don't you understand? You have all the advantage that there is. That's why the Holy Spirit was given to you. That's what the Holy Spirit is for. It's one, one of the things he's for. He's your helper. He's your standby. He's your strengthener. He's your advocate. He's your comforter. He's your counsel. And he's just there. And then you have angels. So don't believe more in demons and village people than you believe in angels. No. Don't believe more in angels because you have, you have more for you than against you. That was what Elisha said. He said, there are more that be with us than against us. That's our actual reality. Praise the Lord. Did you learn anything? So source code, number one, key thoughts. As a man thinks, as a man thinks, thoughts, then of course there's word. You have a question. Okay. This microphone. Take your microphone. All right. That's not the meaning, no, please. <laughs> it's okay. not working. Uh, okay. Thank you, Tis. So, you've often spoken about um, our, the weapons of our warfare. Yes, they're not from Canada. Sorry, they're not from they're not Canada. <laughs> not being Canada. Yes. Um, how, um, I wanted you to just, because I, I see that there's a correlation between, um, because you, you spoke a lot about imaginations, and you say that they are mighty, the, the scriptures say they are mighty through God to the pulling yes, down of stronghold. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I wanted you to just touch a bit on it. I, I, I see a correlation between, and I, I wanted you to just harp on that a bit. Okay. Um, let's see, 2 Corinthians chapter 10. No, it's 1 Corinthians rather, right? It's 2 Corinthians? 2 Corinthians 10, okay. Mm, 2 Corinthians 10.4 It says, um, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. We do not engage. You see, life is spiritual is what he's saying here. We, even though we are living like in this physical body, we are operating like this. He says, but the key things, we do not war after the flesh. We do not engage just after the flesh. He said, because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. See, that's in brackets. Then he said, casting down imaginations. That's where the stronghold is. Thoughts. 
that's imagination. Beliefs, a belief system. Belief system. One day I was having a discussion with someone and then they said, you know, medically, science, they say, ah, many doctors not going to like me. <laughs> they say, um, okay, maybe they say it's virus or it's fungi or fungus that causes that. So I was like, what if I tell you another truth that bacteria doesn't cause disease? But that's not science. That's not our science. Because that thing you're calling bacteria hmm, is in another living organism, right? And that organism is not sick. And then comes on another person. Another person is sick. And then they even say that, that there are some rare blood types, like my blood, that, that, that is not susceptible to HIV AIDS. You know, the first time I heard that thing, I said, that's my blood. It's not, it's not susceptible. It's not susceptible to disease. No, my blood isn't. You know, they say people who are AA, they are susceptible to malaria a lot. I've been AA for a long time. Malaria waiting. You know what I say? I say when mosquito bites me, it will die. How can you bite? How can you bite? <laughs> How can you suck the blood of God? Illegally, nobody say offer. You got to die. Not. So, now I, now I have transferred the same to my kids. My son is three years old. There's no, for what in my house? I don't think that way. I don't believe it. The only thing I will spend money on are the things I'm ignorant of. So I don't know how to deliver babies or carry my wife to the hospital and pay. But if it's health, Abba, I'm more knowledgeable than them. Sorry, no offense to doctors. I have access to back door. Light. Light. Because doctors couldn't do it. But I did it without hassle, without prayer. I put it there. She lost the baby. I said, we put another one. I put another one. That's my, my handsome son. There with the Chris. So, so he said, um, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing into captivity. You see, you have to bring it into captivity. Every thought. Every thought. So the thought that came was that... Um, Okay, not only that she had a hormonal imbalance, she also doesn't have womb lining, so she cannot carry a seed. So there's not even, it's not about IVF. It's about surrogacy. That's a thought. That's an idea. That's a truth. But it's a lesser truth. It's a light, but it's lower light. Look at that yellow light. Look at this one. Which one is brighter? So I use the white light. Say you cannot wait. I better forget it. I will put it there. It will stay. It did not stay or not. I have two now. So it's a thought. But what I will use to counter it is another thought. It's truth. So in Ephesians chapter 6, now began to tell us. He says, You know, you know, I say I usually say that the weapons of our warfare say, you no, know, put on the whole armor of God. 
Hmm? Put on the whole. See, you should Google um, the Roman armor. And they have an idea of what Paul is talking about. The way the Roman soldier is cladded. Google it and see the picture. See, have an idea of what Paul is talking about. So we began to talk about helmets, uh, shield of faith, um, belt of truth, right? Breastplate of righteousness. Haba. So you have all those things that are protecting thoughts, so ideas that, that are against the knowledge of God. So you, I bring them into captivity with the word of God. So how? How did that get that? He says, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. That's one. All things are possible to him that believes. So I am with God. That's why all things are possible to me. All things. Jesus didn't give it. All things. Possibilities. All things. So, and then I check the history and lineage of Jesus or of the saints. And I look at the life of Jesus. If this thing was impossible for Jesus, then it's not possible for me. If Jesus could not have been harassed like this, then I won't be harassed. Brother, think about it now. People are scared of Melu Melu, sorry, cow, scared of um, demons. Demons saw Jesus, came to bow down, and they were afraid. I'm begging him not to torment them. And people are being tormented. So how do I now relate that with my own thoughts? So when I see people that demons are tormenting, or Christians that say, ah, they say, man, the devil is real. You know, I say, no. He's real. I'm realer. And God is more real. So I always challenge those things. I never let a thought slide. Never. An evil thought. God called it evil thought. I never let it slide. Say, ah, coronavirus. Once they just touch you, you go, I say, never. Not me. I will speak up. If I hear it in the news, I speak up. If I hear it, if I read it in paper, I stop and speak up. I never let it slide. Jesus said, take no thoughts saying. That's how you take thoughts. So we hear all this bad news and then we repeat it. We say it. You are taking them. You are possessing them. You are owning them. So you know there's coronavirus out there so we have to be careful. You, are, you know what you have done? You have said that you are lower than it. That you are susceptible. Some of my relatives from abroad called me and said, How are they doing now? They say there's coronavirus in Lagos. I laughed. When are they care? I say, I'm in Lagos. Not this coronavirus in Lagos. I'm in Lagos. Why are you announcing that coronavirus? I'm in Lagos. Coronavirus, you hear that I'm in Lagos. So when he tried to come, <laughs> forget that story, enough it. So that's how you take the thoughts. You just you arm yourself with what God has said. Go to the word of God. Think, see, don't ever accept that nothing, some things are impossible to you. Because we don't usually have problem that things are, all things are possible with God. I hope you know. Nobody has that problem. People believe that ah, we, ah, it's, ah, with God, all things are possible. Where we have issues with us. So the problem is not about the power of God. The problem is whether we, we agree or we believe that God is willing or has used his power on our behalf, has given us his power. That's the problem. So never accept that. Accept it before trouble comes. Don't start preparing for trouble. Don't start, don't start doing it when trouble has come. Now that everywhere is peaceful, that you have not had any evil encounter, accept it. Say it over and over again to yourself. That's how to do it. Yeah, it's past our time. So, 
right brother no we cannot exhaust uh, all these things in in 24 hours we cannot exhaust it so we can package our offerings and give your offerings and thank God thank God for what you have heard if you have heard anything and then we'll pray so tonight this evening accept that you can design the life that you desire I'm not talking about motivational speaking I'm telling you what is real what I have tasted that's how John said it. He said, these things we have tasted, we have handled. He said, our eyes have seen. That's what we declare to you. I have handled it. I have tasted it. I've lived like this for 23 years. So it's not about a name. It's not about a bishop name. No, these things were not so that we will become bishop and pastors and open church. It's so that you can live your life. That's why Jesus came. So you can live a victorious life. So you can also help people live the same We are sons of God. Since Jesus came to bring men into glory. This evening, let's just thank God for what he has done for us. Romans chapter 5 says that we are justified by faith. We have peace with God. It says, and now we have access into this grace. This grace. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Wherein we now stand. It says, and we can rejoice in hope of the glory of God. That's what the Bible says in Romans chapter 5. It says we can rejoice in hope. You can have hope that your life will be glorious and rejoice. And rejoice. You know, we just, we just spoke about only thoughts right now, today. Imaginations. Another code is feeling, oh, emotions. Another day we'll talk about it. Yes, feeling, emotions. And there are choices. Happiness or sadness is a choice. So we'll talk about it another day. There are thoughts, then there's feelings, then there are words. These are codes. God, that's how God designed this world to operate. We operate it naturally, only that in the negative. That's why Paul said, I don't want you to be ignorant of spiritual realities. These are spiritual realities. Life is purely spiritual. It's spiritual. Let's thank God this evening. Thank him for what you have, what he has given you. What has he given you? Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you. Jesus said it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. If you can just dwell on that for, for just a few, for some hours, it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. God has given us the kingdom. What is the kingdom? It's not about the geographical location. It's the dominion. Kingdom, king's domain. That's what God has given us. He has given us his domain, his power, his right, his power to, to, to make life obedient to you, to colonize the earth. You know, the first thing, one of the first things that colonizers do when they enter, when they want to colonize a place, like what they do to Nigeria, is they change your language. If they change your language, they change everything about you. Because you begin to think in their language. And the way you think is how your life goes. So because we think in their language, we dress like them, we want to eat like them. So they changed, that's why they changed our languages when they came. And when they changed it, they've succeeded in changing our entire life. Then you wonder why God gave us tongues. <laughs> that's why he gave us tongues. So that we can use it also to colonize the earth, colonize life. Father, thank you for all that you have given us. Thank you for life. 
I always say that life is beautiful. I try my best not to join them to say this Niger because I know it's not a good quotation. Say a good remark. When they say, how is Lagos? I say, it's flowing onto me with milk and honey. Life responds to me positively. Words, thoughts. Lord, thank you. You have blessed us. You have given us so much to be thankful for. You have given us life. You have given us authority. You have given us time. You have put everything in our hands. Ah, Lord, thank you because we are changing our generation. We are changing our lives and we are changing the lives of Nigerians. We are changing the perception. We are changing the paradigm. That's what we are doing. Because of the way we think, a new crop of people that see things, sees things the way God sees it. Paul said, we look not at the things which are seen. How can you look at things that are not seen? A different set of eyes. That's because we look through the eyes, we don't see through them. We look through the eyes, we don't see through them. That's how come we can look at things that are not seen. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for our lives are changing for the better. Thank you because you are with us. Thank you for giving us your glory. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You can log on to thetribelagos.com or email us at hello at thetribelagos.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter on The Tribe Lagos. God bless. Spiritual. Let's thank God this evening. Thank Him for what you have, what He has given you. What has He given you? Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you. Jesus said it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. If you can just dwell on that for, for just a few, for some hours, it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. God has given us the kingdom. What is the kingdom? It's not about the geographical location. It's the dominion. Kingdom, king's domain. That's what God has given us. He has given us his domain, his power, his right. His power to, to, to make life obedient to you. To colonize the earth. You know the first thing, one of the first things that colonizers do when they enter, when they want to colonize a place, like what they do to Nigeria, is they change your language. If they change your language, they change everything about you. Because you will begin to think in their language. And the way you think is how your life goes. So because we think in their language, we dress like them, we want to eat like them. So they changed, that's why they changed our language when they came. And when they changed it, they've succeeded in changing our entire life. Then you wonder why God gave us tongues. <laughs> that's why he gave us tongues. So that we can use it also to colonize the earth, colonize life. But I thank you for all that you have given us. Thank you for life. I always say that life is beautiful. I try my best not to join them to say this Niger because I know it's not a good quotation. Say a good remark. When they say, how is Lagos? I say, it's flowing onto me with milk and honey. Life responds to me positively. Words, thoughts. 
Lord, thank you. You have blessed us. You have given us so much to be thankful for. You have given us life. You have given us authority. You have given us time. You have put everything in our hands. Lord, thank you because we are changing our generation. We are changing our lives and we are changing the lives of Nigerians. We are changing the perception. We are changing the paradigm. That's what we are doing. Because of the way we think, a new crop of people that see things, sees things the way God sees it. Paul said, we look not at the things which are seen. How can you look at things that are not seen? A different set of eyes. That's because we look through the eyes, we don't see through them. We look through the eyes, we don't see through them. That's how come we can look at things that are not seen. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for our lives are changing for the better. Thank you because you are with us. Thank you for giving us your glory. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen.